2: I'm going to let you finish with Courtney and Amy on the Pantheon (laughs) Podcast Network. What's up? What's (laughs) up, Courtney? Well, we have a special guest on today's show.
1: Oh, we do. And
2: special... Is not even the word.
1: Let's say extra special, super califragilistic, expialidocious special.
2: I mean, she is a one lady brand who created herself. It's the legendary Harlem lady, Miss Bevy Smith. And, little brown little brown yeah.
1: betty in the
2: house. And you know, uh, we love Bev. She we actually Bev. was uh the correspondent on the host of this year's red carpet at the Hall of Fame ceremony. So we're gonna have a good kiki about that and some other stuff later. So including the book Revelation's lessons from a mother, auntie, and Bessie, which is out now. Books are important, get your books.
1: And, and I will say that I believe that the word Kiki and rock and roll hall of fame has never been used together in one (laughs) sentence until now. I don't believe Dave girl and Kiki have ever (laughs) even like been introduced to each other, but it took Bevy Smith (laughs) to do it. So that's Um, gonna be fun so we'll just bore you with a few things and then you can come come so i heard we have a new mayor in new york who gives a fuck we have a a new mayor
2: who cares the one one race the (laughs) one city where the democrats won some races is new york city (laughs) all right but okay so two fun facts uh Uh like under 50 uh, under
1: 1.5 million people voted so that's exciting and this is a general election so Whatever. Wait, listen,
2: when you see the amount of votes he got, it was like it's pathetic. Oh, it was like a hundred something thousand to you know. It was like no, it's like six hundred. It's he had like six hundred something
1: changed go up? It oh, yeah, to yeah. like seventeen thousand. Uh,
2: yeah. It's Eric Adams. Yay, whatever. Who cares? Um Well, we gotta care because I always I always wish each new mayor luck because this city has a lot of shit going. This is the job that no one was seeing that we we did not have a formidable Republican, because really, I think if there was a formidable Republican, maybe there could have been more of a battle. But Curtis Lee, who I could never really tell what his platform was. OK, did
1: you? OK, this is the best thing ever. So, all right. We, Google who Curtis Lee was. We don't have the time or the energy to go into it. Right it's a now. Gift but he's basically he's basically a circus peanut with a hat. He's an mm-hmm. idiot. OK, but. He is an animal lover, but on his way to vote. So when you go to vote, obviously you are not allowed to walk into the polling place with any paraphernalia that says vote for me because it's supposed to be, you know, non-biased. This clown w- tries to walk into his local polling place wearing a red jacket that says Sleewa on it. Vote for Sliwa. So eh, number one. And in his arms. He is carrying one of his 17 cats, his favorite cat. And he wants to be, and I am a cat owner. I, I love, love animals. And he is trying, and they're trying to explain to him, uh, uh, Mr. Sliwa, I'm sorry, you cannot bring an animal into a voting place. Words are exchanged. According to the New York Times, uh, a, a an election worker used inappropriate <laughs> language. <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen, Curtis Sliwa. Couldn't soon be any more in New on, York than that. No, he soon will be. I'm sure they'll bring back The Apprentice and he'll be on that. So it'll be
2: perfect. I mean, it's But all. congratulations.
1: Boston has its first woman and woman of color mayor. Mm-hmm. So that is great. Um, there's and they also woman. have
2: their first. Did they get it or was it in Virginia? The first w- black woman attorney. A lieutenant governor, I believe that's. Virginia. I think it's Virginia. Virginia. She's a Republican. I believe her name is like like Virginia. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Listen, York City
1: has its first. I'm new- always I'm- down
2: for women. I think no. women. Well, depending on who the woman is, is. but you know, i I do find <laughs> that a lot of women in in high positions really try to do some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? We have this new breed where everybody's kind of where the where the last president has made it okay for some people to come and be circus acts, but I don't think they're going to last long because ultimately people really do need shit done. We just, everybody does. Well, um, and yeah. We, Eric Adams has a lot of shit to work on. So I wish him luck. It's a I shit wish him luck too. I mean,
1: obviously we wish him luck we live here
2: we're going to be having yeah. I mean,
1: people listening in another state hi but you will not be directly impacted by Blasio, it so obviously, man, we thought we thought we was going to gonna do...
2: be one thing and do you see he tell, no he... we
1: we want eric yeah. adams to do yeah. well but yeah. i don't i let's put it this way i mm-hmm. voted for the socialist workers
2: party because right.
1: I, I was <laughs> like I, I was like you know what i i can't i just can't i can't listen, but anyway I,
2: I, listen i'm not mad at you you, you said it to me you're like i he's probably going to win. I can't do it, but I if respect was that you like I'm going to exercise my vote and I'm yeah. going to vote, but I can't vote for either. No, these if, guys. The, if it really, was close, that
1: thank you. I was if it was close, yeah. I mean, but the tea yeah. leaves but were we, red. It, yeah. yeah, this
2: wasn't yeah. a Hillary Clinton situation. We kind of <laughs> knew. Listen, yeah. I, like I said, if there was a formidable person on the other side, that might have <laughs> yeah. been one thing. But like this dude is just like, um, yes, Seriously. you can say a lot of things. I just I was old enough to remember you faking your own kidnapping and all of those. things. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I was remember- old enough to remember
1: him basically faking his own car accident last uh, uh, right. <laughs> you
2: week. Know I was this year old when he faked the car accident. And listen, but- <laughs> and I love an animal lover I, I, and, and I love animals. And there'll be no judgment. We're going to end it on this. I don't think anybody'd be happy if their daughter came home and said, "Mom, I met a new man. He lives in a studio with forty-six cats." And on that, you know, know. no, no mother would be like, "Oh my God, that's the one,
1: girl." Especially if that man, as in Curtis's case, is married. That makes it even worse. Well, the important thing is is that in New York City, the greatest city in the world, the most important city in the world, sorry, mm-hmm. but it's true. It came down to a man who can't quite determine what his <laughs> fixed address is mm-hmm. and a man who hasn't paid child support. There right, you go, ladies e- and gentlemen. Thank you. Ladies and, and you. gentlemen,
2: New York <laughs> motherfucking it. city. In a nutshell. New York City. Um else right. is very New York City. I just have to I just have to bring this up and shout yes. it out. My heat finally came on. Sorry
1: oh i thought you were talking about thank you well it is yes
2: one something in the morning it took one something in the morning on november 3rd because i was up in a sweatshirt now most people would say that my apartment wasn't cold because it was probably like 68 degrees but everybody knows in new york city I, i don't like 68 degrees I need my apartment to be 75 and up. Courtney is a hot house flower. <laughs> yes, I am. So the heat had not been on because we've been having unusually warm weather. And I was having really jealousy because I had different friends being like, oh, I don't know what it is outside. My heat's been on. I'm like, fuck you. But at one something in the morning when I was sitting there watching results come in, being like, why are you doing this to yourself in a sweatshirt? <laughs> Suddenly I heard that sound that we all have in New York. That, that initial, like, click click con 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 I was like quong, what's what's going on and then i heard i a know pss, pss, and all of a sudden all has been right in the way. i'm glad i'm glad for you
1: pookie i need I'm my glad. motherfucking heat i'm glad for you well um uh, we don't care really, or I don't care really. But congratulations to the Braves! Blah, 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 oh, yeah, the Braves Maybe now you'll stop the whole tomahawk chop thing. I'm just saying that's mm. there is a concept, perhaps. Uh, anything else, doing? Anything else? Uh, do you want to? Should we talk about the uh, list? Ugh. So I started listening to that record last night, Courtney. Agnes. Ugh.
2: Let me just tell you something,
1: kids. Love and affection is my new but, song. That it's okay we need to do this in per we need a visual because your stop <laughs> drop hammer time face right then i mean but, okay i'm okay. gonna just stop because courtney has to go into full courtney and I'll, have, I'll work on my coffee
2: agnes was around about a decade ago she she mm. put out an album Great, okay. has not made a record in 10 years wow so this record is out on like universal sweden And it's a return to fucking form. If Ah. you like Robin, it's that vein of, it's adult grown, fierce, fiercely written, fiercely produced dance pop. And it's perfection. It is her, her voice is amazing. There, it's called Magic Still Exists, is the name of the album. And it is so fucking good. It's so it's the first record in a long time that I've been playing just on repeat over and over. Because I, I like some things and I played them. I like the steps records too. I like that little pop right. moment. There've been some things, but this one I've just been living with. Like I put it on when I'm going to take my walks. I put it on when I'm going to the market. I put it on. It's just the one that is really sticking with me. It's so good.
1: Well, what's really, and I really like it a lot, too, and, and you know, you guys, you listen to the show, you know that we are a fan of the smart dance record, which is not to say that this is not to infer that dance music is not intelligent, but there right. is a real difference, and who I'm going to talk about in a second, it personified that, but there's a difference between like, and stuff that's actually Constructed as a song that you just happen That's to be able to dance completely. for, right. and 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 the sm- the the kind of dance music that I know that I'm often very drawn to, like you, is is the stuff where it would work without the beat, but oh yeah. my god, the beat takes it to it another, it to another, another, another level. level, right? And you know, and and this record, beautiful, great voice. So, what is her background? Is she just like a Swedish chick? Is she one? Yeah, is I don't she, know.
2: Let me look her up while I we're talking about. I her couldn't. T- <laughs> I couldn't tell from the picture.
1: But just really like great production, really emotional. This song, love and affection. I found myself sitting here because I'm listening to it. and I'm sitting in my chair and I'm I'm moving up and down in my chair. Which to me, when I'm doing that, is like the equivalent of laughing to myself when I'm watching TV. If I'm right. dancing by myself and no one's around. So really, seriously, really um, good record. But yeah, if you like uh, Roseanne, Rosan, how do you pronounce her name? Roseanne Murphy, Roseanne? Roshin. Roshin, so it's that kind of vein, right? It's that yeah. kind
2: of like super smart, you found out about her? Or? Yeah, she's a Swedish record, she's sweet. Well, you know, she's Swedish. Yeah. And yeah, listen, like, you know, she's been on records with like Avicii and different people. And like I said, she had an album, she put out really her last album, and I believe it was her first album 10 years ago. Wow. It's just so good. But here's the thing. Her inspirations are Stevie Wonder, Whitney Houston, Janet Jackson, right? For all three of those artists, especially like a Stevie Wonder, singer-songwriter, is personified. Janet right. Jackson had great songs that she wrote and co-wrote with Jimmy and Terry Lewis. And Whitney Houston had the best songs written for her. So you could tell, like, her, her lyrics, the phrasing just the beats, because it's re- it's not doom, 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 it's just no, really, no, no, it's very, it's really it it's works its spare. way into you, yes, it works super, its way, super, and super, sometimes,
1: spare. you know, we all have short attention spans, and we all have limited time, and, and I know I like many, maybe other people kind of go, if it doesn't grab me immediately, I'm giving up but this is like a slow burn, but once it gets in, it's a great record, I really like right. it, well, it's funny, because I, I told you a couple weeks ago I sort of fell into an Arthur Russell Cable. Mm-hmm. And so, so just to give a brief back on him and talk about what I was listening, Arthur Russell was a musician and a producer and an artist who died in 1992 at the age of 40 of HIV. He was not from New York, but was very much a fixture of a certain type of downtown
2: New York scene, right.
1: that kind of moment in the 70s and the 80s where the art world and and the and gay men. Well, it and was all day- one.
2: It was all meshed yeah, together. Yeah, that I'm saying. It was just all, artists. They were just all, all artists together. together. Yeah.
1: I mean, the he was associated with Philip Glass, David Bory, Larry LeVan. He sort of took, he was a, a formally trained cellist and he did sort of classical music and then became very intrigued by d- disco and dance music, was a, a regular to Paradise Garage where Larry LeVan was. For and he was club. responsible for um he was loose joints that's him that he was the group loose joints he was dinosaur he co-founded sleeping bag records and from that he was go bang so it was Joyce
2: sims all in all and shout out to will
1: sokoloff too you know know, sleeping bag you know great so he was just one of those guys and a lot of his stuff was produced by bob blank and bob blank Mm. was another one of these guys who just you just produced whoever wanted you to work with them yeah. it was the no wave next wave movement so he worked with bob blank with, with kid creole uh with arthur russell with talking heads and um it just james blood omer debbie blackwell fonda ray over like a fat rat that's bob blank right you know, great great classic mm-hmm. some of them really well known some of them lesser known so i fall into this arthur russell K-hole every once in a while because he is great and there are tribute albums to him out. They did a Red Hot about him. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a lot of of him and then the stuff he wrote and the stuff because he was, you know, the stuff he like waxed a van and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He was part of a group called The Necessary and they mm-hmm. were signed to Sire Records. So, it's you know, a real label. Right. And they were what is called a power pop group. Mm-hmm. you know sort of in the line of cheap chick or the raspberries or something like that mm-hmm. they were signed in 82 and the album was called event horizon it is not on spotify which is annoying mm-hmm. as all get out
2: is it one of those out of print like you have to No, really it's back to in it? print it was oh, okay. reissued
1: it was reissued in 2017 so that 4, no so that Pitchfork could pretend they invented it you know <laughs> oh my god it's like really because you're 12 <laughs> um but I do remember, and, and what was kind of notable about the group, Arthur Russell was in it. He sang lead on a couple of songs. What was notable about the group at the time, it was sort of a super group because mm-hmm. Ernie Brooks from The Modern Lovers, Jonathan Richmond and The Modern Lovers, I'm really getting white today. I'm going to mm-hmm. white it up big time, <laughs> um, was also in the group. And it was sort of, I think they put out two albums, but it's just It's on YouTube. You can find the record. It's such a great record. I don't even know. I can't even remember, Courtney, how I heard the record, whether I heard it at the time, or it it just somehow came into my radar. Because I really honestly, because the single, I is I don't know how I heard it, but it's a great record called Event Horizon. It is in print. It was reissued. It's one of those, and like Arthur Russell, it's one of those records, and he's one of those guys who's fun, he's really foundational. But was sort of very quiet, but yet you'll listen to his stuff and realize you've heard him before. Right. You've right. heard him before. And just you know, and if you realize all
2: those songs he were part of, yeah. they are still played today and they're clubs still played around today. the world. So That's like, you know, still if you're
1: yeah, if you're into like more avant-garde stuff, there's that Arthur Russell. If you're into like sort of like, you know, Larry Levan, Paradise Garage, Classes Mixes, there's that Arthur Russell. And then if you want to hear a really nice tight melodies hooks uh pop record event horizon which is uh came out in 1982 so that's what i've been it's just fun it's a fun record i will see you you, i yeah it's just a fun little record i'll Um, check it out yeah yeah and uh, thank you for the agnes Yeah, yeah it's so
2: good i really uh, like it this past weekend was Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. We now everybody's in and we've gotten reports back. We're about to talk to Bevy about that in a second. What do you what do you think about everything who showed up, the bits that you've seen and the show in general? I mean,
1: um, I, I you know, I, I do think that what they, I, I, all right, here's my theory and it's based on absolutely nothing. I think they were always going to give LL major shine. I think they yes. were always going to do that because he a deserves it. Um, you know, in my opinion, he deserves to be in the rock and roll hall of time, capital T capital rock and roll. He is in, but on a lesser category, but I think that they knew that with LL, when you have a show where Tina Turner is not going to perform, right. um, Todd Rundgren is not going to perform. It's, they obviously knew that Jay-Z was not going to perform. You have to have someone who can literally get the crowd to their feet. And right. LL Cool J can do that because everyone in that audience knows one of his songs. Right. They know something. Even the people like, I hate hip-hop, it's not rocking roll. know his stuff. So I was really uh, glad that he got such a dominant thing. Uh, you know, we've discussed Taylor Swift before. I understand why she's with Carol Smith, but she just can't sing. I mean, that's all there is to it. And it's really funny. People are ripping Taylor Swift a new one on these stupid chats and stuff. Mm-hmm. People are just such ridiculous. Pure. You know, if nothing else can be done, can we just stop this purity test with music? What, like for now? what? what are they upset about? She's that rock and roll. Why is she there? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Courtney, for those of you who are playing the at home version, Courtney rolled his eyes back in his head so far. Yeah. Rock and roll. It's not rap. Why is it rap? It's like, oh, my God, it's 2021. We're still having this conversation. Like, stop it. Stop the conversation. You are playing yourself like nobody's business. You know, Carol King isn't rock and roll either. OK, if we're going to buy. Anyway, so I thought the show looks like it's nice. Um I would have been there. Rock and roll is nothing. black
2: music. It came from well, black music. Well, there's that. Instead, Don't, but, oh, I'm, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, So it's on. like, everybody needs to have five fucking seats... <laughs> and, and, and then take
1: another one. Take you know five what I'm seats. Saying? And then yeah. grab
2: an extra chair. Yeah, you're grab gonna an need extra that chair and, and order
1: a drink. Because we're you gonna be here saying? for a while with this shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it looked like it was a really good show. All the tributes made sense. The people inducting um all kind of made sense. Obviously, in, in and uh, you know, I'm sure bevy will have lots of information. The big who surprised with Dave Chappelle yeah. inducting Jay. I will say the footage I've seen, um, and you were absolutely right about this, Courtney. Jay, you know, good for Jay. Yeah, Whatever yeah. you want to think about him, and there are lots of things to think about him, about his business dealings and his politics and his shenanigans. He's a good guy, and he worked. He did, And this, he is the only, he is the second, he is the only living solo artist, rap solo artist to get in. Tupac Shakur was inducted,
2: obviously, posthumously. Though, of well, course, the DMC if you're in- were in, uh, but they're no, a group. no, solo. Yeah, acts, that's solo what I say. They're a group. He's the only solo. Acts. Tupac, Biggie are dead. He's right. the one solo guy who's
1: alive. The one solo guy. NWA, obviously, a group. Public Enemy, a group. Grandmaster Flesh, group. Of course, if you're in QAnon, you think that Tupac is still alive. So there is a debate about that. Living in that. Tulsa.
2: Is on it Tulsa? West, on west was it Tulsa? <laughs> I wasn't sure.
1: I had heard he was living in Des Moines. He moved yeah, to Tulsa. Huh? Know, huh. I think he's understandable. Maybe yeah, the schools yeah. are better there. The you schools know must I'm be saying? better in Tulsa. Yeah. They have
2: better water. He's yeah, like, they have like better the water. water so the weather's yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
1: nicer in the summer. But anyway, so, you know so what? What? I was yeah, yeah. I was glad yeah. to see that. Me too.
2: Let, let's get Bevian and let's get Bevy in. You know what? Next up, we have our special guest, Bevy Smith. She is fresh off hosting the live red carpet at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony this past Saturday. You can hear her every weekday at 5 p.m. on Bevelations, her radio show as part of the SiriusXM Radio Andy Network. And you can read her words or hear her audiobook every night in her released book, Bevelations, Lessons from a Mother, auntie, and bestie. Please welcome our friend, Bevy Smith. Welcome, Bevy. What's up, lady? Hey, Bevy
0: Smith. (laughs) Amy, Courtney, you guys are my faves. (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: no, you're my faves.
2: Don't tell Courtney. (laughs) All right, Beverly, tell us. You were in the house on Saturday. First of all, congratulations on your your hosting for the red carpet. It was great. You were great. You Thank looked you. beautiful. I, I loved your 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 dress. I love watching you with the Go Go's. I love watching you, Kiki, with the Foo Fighters, it, and Clara Savant. It was a really really great time. So then, <laughs> on Sunday morning. I'm starting to see the tags of all of, you know, people who were recording inside. And it was one thing that somebody sent me from some like Jay-Z fan site and it's him giving a speech. And I'm like, okay, I'm listening to a speech, but I keep hearing this voice? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and the voice is like, yes, honey, I know. Yes, that's, and I was like, I... <laughs> Was Bevy at the table with this person? <laughs> <laughs> and then I see that you were like everybody ripped your fucking video, and it was around the entire internet, so you were forced to post your own. Yes, I was supposed <laughs> <gonna force laughs> to post
0: my own. Yes. So, um, first off, I had never been to the museum. Right. Me neither. And I vote, <laughs> Amy. You have going. Got- I'm go going Amy, it blew my mind. And for people like us that love all genres of music, it was just incredible. I could have spent literally, I said it, it's like the Disney world or the Louvre because it's one of those places that you have to go multiple days and when you're there, you need hours and then you need to come back for another day and then you need to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's just so much to take in. So they've done a really great job at curating things. And then they have a new um, curator, a black woman. The first time ever they've had a black woman as their chief curator. Her name is Waka Nkusa. And she was at the Grammy Museum prior to this. Right, and so right. she's the one who's really dug in there and really made sure that there's a lot of diversity nice. and uh, representation in the the museum itself. Now, the induction ceremony. Um, Carol King on the red carpet.
2: Mm-hmm. Legendary, icon. Legendary
0: one, the cutest little thing ever. But let I was going to say
2: she
1: must be kind of tiny because I know Taylor Swift is tall, but Carol King was like stomach <laughs> height. I would say that Carol <laughs> King must be about five feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's tiny.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's tiny, and she was. So funny and so cute. But the funniest part for me was that, you know, we're on the red carpet and because of COVID, they only have one person on the red carpet. That was me. Nice. And so that was to keep people safe. Right. Because we all had to take tests before we came into the tent. We all had to be vaccinated, you know, so they did the right precautions. But Miss Carol King was taking no chances. she's like, I want to be interviewed by you, but I can't come near you. And I was like <laughs> okay because it kept being a give and take I was like Miss Carol King I'm here to interview you and she was like and then she kept backing away from me and I was like I'm here to interview you and she kept backing away so it was really funny hmm. but it was great 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 to chat with her um you know of course her and Jay hug collaborated together on a song for oh, they the
2: Aretha movie yeah, yeah for respect
0: yeah for the biopic <laughs> and you know um, she she has every single honor. You know, she's a Kennedy Center winner. She's multiple Grammys. Now she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think it would be a nice twice. She got yes, twice. First well, once. Her, yeah, I, I mean, once with the
1: husband, ex husband, ex-husband yeah. and when, that was part of the controversy about the double dipping in terms of her going back in again. Well, you know, I
0: don't think that there should be a controversy about double dipping, um, Amy. And and of course, you're you vote, but I mean. There's been plenty of men that have been a double dipper. I mean, no, Dave no, no. A double I agree. Dave
1: I, I agree. they no, no.
0: a double dipper.
1: No, no, no. Well, we. I mean, he's in there, and so is McCartney, and so is Clapton, and right. Stevie Winwood for multiple bands. I agree. Um I, I'm on the. You know, full disclosure. I'm on the nominating committee, so I have to duck in and out of certain parts of the right. conversation. Right, right. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, so, um, but yeah, so it was her and Tina Turner, but both only the second and third women to ever be inducted twice. Stevie Nicks, of course, is the first, first with Fleetwood Mac and then with Steve uh, as a solo artist. Um, but she was, she was super cute and she was really honored. Um, as you guys know, Tina Turner did not come. She gave a beautiful speech via video. She seemed very happy to be, um, honored, um, and then Angela. Bassett. She looked beautiful.
2: Yeah. I've seen stills from her. She told yeah. her, I was like, Come on, Tina. I love when we get a little glimpse of her. And it's like, yeah. no, I'm still and here. She looked kids. really good. Mm-hmm. And she looked really
0: good. I was happy to see she looked so good and was so happy. Um, I guess that's what selling your rights for 50 million dollars Yeah, right. yeah. Million. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and not living in the United States, right? right.
0: Living in Switzerland, minding your business, but Angela Bassett was amazing on the red carpet, you know, she, and um, she was there to induct her and she gently, uh, you know, said, Oh yes. You know, she was, um, the, she got in the first time for her duet. She didn't, she didn't
2: name him. I noticed that in your interview. She did not yeah. name Mike. She was definitely yeah. like, well, there was, there
1: yeah. was a sort of concerted thought unspoken among some of the, some of the women, um, in the committee to like, wouldn't it be nice to induct women, not with the men that abuse them, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: Um, so that was, that was great. And of course, Foo Fighters were, I mean, that's what, it, and I know, you know this Amy, because as you said, you, you're bolder. but I felt like, 75% of the stadium were there for Foo Fighters.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're, they're definitely a crowd. I, I told Courtney this once, and it, all right, so before I was like in the, the Illuminati part of this, I used to, and I and I, and I I like Foo Fighters. I've seen them back in the day. They were really good, but I used to always laugh and go, who can I vote for where the Foo Fighters are not going to jump on stage? Let me see. And then I met Dave Grohl.
2: Who's the nicest guy. Like, literally, I had guy. to literally, like, swallow everything
1: negative <laughs> that i'd ever thought not negative but because we share our dc hardcore punk roots so yeah. nice. that's the guy. thing about
2: him it's like i've had i tell people all the time it's like listen i'm not a big food fighters fan they have songs that i like but once you meet him it's hard not to like yeah. him and them because he really is just one of the most genuinely nicest approachable people yeah, he's really but such cool. a big rock star he's a really cool guy yeah, he really was really lovely. But
0: the best part is, guys, I ran into Dave. I ran into the Foo Fighters and LL and I'm so glad you got to see No, but I ran into them during when we were all at the museum, right. and I was touring the new exhibit of the 2021 inductees. Mm. And then they all came up. So while I'm looking at Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl
2: and <laughs> standing next to you come right.
0: up. and that was nice. magical. That nice. was pretty, that was pretty cool. Um, one of the other fun exhibits um from one of the inductees of this year is the fact that they have Billy Preston's wig.
1: Wow.
2: Wow. That's great. That's, That's really great. Fierce. That's great. <laughs> that would be I like, love that. what do you
1: use for Billy Preston? The wig. Love.
2: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. We have the actually, wig that, and
1: they have his little Casio, uh, but the
2: wig is
0: like the, nice. the highlight. Obviously. That's
2: iconic, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's it's so interesting. This is a, a little us. Wait, where
2: they have patina?
0: Oh, no, no, no. Let me get to This is okay. the T you want. Oh, uh, okay. So... When at, I was at the chairman's party on Friday night, mm-hmm. and a guy comes up to me and he said like, he's Billy Preston's nephew, mm-hmm. and we sit down and we talk, and he says that right now they're battling with who's Alice Sam and Dave is still alive. Is it Sam or is it Dave, Amy? I think it's, it's Dave.
1: Right? Dave,
2: I, no, isn't it Dave?
0: Sam
1: Moore, Sam
0: Moore,
2: no. right? Yeah, Y'all think, it? And yeah right we gotta up, look it up. I right think now. it's Sam.
1: I think it's Dave, but hmm. we're going to Google and find out. All right. Sorry, I should. I should know this. I apologize. It's still early. Exactly. <laughs> so
0: the wife of the last remaining Sam and Dave guy is actually the executor of Billy Preston's estate. She controls it.
1: Interesting. Uh-huh.
0: So he says, the, the nephew says to me, we're, you know, we're in, battling with her. We're we're in court with this woman. Wow, she has no right to you know have my you know be controlling my own Sam family. is alive. Sam is alive. Okay, so
1: Amy knows her shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> or it was one out of two. Is <laughs> <laughs> it the point is it going alive? It was one out of two. It's right. like, exactly. Ask me which carpenter is alive. I can tell you that one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: it's not Karen, right? No, no um, not Karen. <laughs> um so um, he says, "Yeah, you know we're you're bat- we're battling." So on the red mm. carpet, the family came in, and and he had told me that he, his aunt was going to be there. So I figured the woman that was on the carpet was Billy Preston's sister. And I said, "Okay, yes. Yeah, so you're the sister. Was it mean for your brother to be in the you know this you know this legacy blah blah blah?" And she gives me an answer. So when I'm done with the red carpet, there's this older white woman in a beautiful sparkly red outfit i mean she's chic and Mm -hmm. she looks like a rocker babe and she's hanging out with some people from the foundation so i'm like okay she comes up and she's like i'm sam moore's wife and i control (laughs) billy preston's estate and i just want you you were great on that red carpet i watched the whole live feed but i just want you to know Uh (laughs) that those people on the carpet were i mean you know first of all that woman is not even his sister that woman's ah. name is blah 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 blah, and yeah, the, the two of the nephews were there. But you know what? I'm the one who owns the estate, so you need. A, I'm gonna give you my card. You give me a call because i want to clear the air. I said, "Oh, okay." I was like, "I'm saying clear that." Uh, you. <laughs> but it's you know, it was one of those things. I
2: hate those things. That's those old school contracts. That yeah. old school ironclad back in the day contracts and. People never revert the rights over. They never do. And then there was some other
0: f- family beef that they tried to get me involved in with another family that was of a person who was inducted, which I cannot say. Right. I can't give y'all the tea on that one, but I'll tell y'all offline. But mm-hmm. yeah, so this—I mean—it was interesting because there was so much kind of like backbiting. Of course, there's always going to be that right. because everyone wants
2: the glory, right? Absolutely, always. They always want the glory and. People get greedy when it comes to later in life. And that's how you're living off of any of the royalties or any of that money. People get greedy. And when they get greedy, they, you know, and we've seen this a million times. Mm -hmm. They just want it. Yeah. Yeah. We lost Amy. Yeah, she's coming back. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So tell me about Tina. What did they have for Tina and her and her exhibit?
0: They had her famous Versace, Swarovski crystal encrusted mini dress. Wow. Um, they had, um, some old dresses from our Ike and Tina moments.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I can't remember what else I was so transfixed
2: by. The what dress. did you think about Christina and her river deep mountain high? You
0: know, as I said on the computer, It's very hard to sing against the wall of sound, Phil Spector's wall of sound. It
2: really is. Yes, So,
0: you know, you have to be a belter. Mm -hmm. You have to kind of rise above the music. But people don't understand what the wall of sound is. You you know, young people and and also people that just don't know music don't know what that means. It literally was a wall of sound. Yep. You had to, you were in a, a fight with the music. You know, normally it's like, Turn the music down. I can't barely hear myself. Phil Spector was like, turn the music up. Right. I'm going to make her blow her fucking vocals out to, to get the song done. Big so voice You that. You yeah. yeah. have to do that. So, But I think a lot of people, I know all my comments were like, oh, she's screaming. It's like, well, you kind of have to.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And first of all, River Deep Mountain High, Tina Scream. That was yeah. a screamy. That's a screamy song. That that's just a screamy it. song. It <laughs> that's is. That's one of those ones where if you're singing it, you're screaming, because it's big and a big song like that, you're just, you're going to be screaming. What do you uh, tell Which one? River Deep Mountain High.
1: Oh, yeah. I I have to say, and Bev, I wanted to, sorry about that. Somebody needs to buy me a new computer. (laughs) (laughs) Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, Um, so here's my I, I I don't know if you covered I well first of all, I was going to say Taylor Swift bless her heart no it would, be, it would be nice if they could have a singer performing yeah. that song I didn't like that and no. yeah that
2: was a weird I, I get, get the, the singer songwriter connection but I feel like all of the people that Carol has been connected to this this I don't find Taylor Swift a great but, vocalist like
0: it's She's a single songwriter she is like the heir apparent
1: yeah she, she is the same I way
0: mean, she the same way carol king spoke for a generation of women primarily yeah. white women taylor mm-hmm. swift certainly walks into in that
1: space i and would say so- though carol king had way way more cross racial appeal than taylor swift
0: oh yeah because remember as we all know on this on this podcast we all know that back then you know, Carol King was writing yeah. black music. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, come on, locomotion. Will you still love me tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, natural
2: yeah. Woman. Natural, natural woman, natural woman.
0: Those were all songs that, like, you know, by the time they came out, they were you know kind of filtered through
1: blackness. So yeah, yeah. And Taylor doesn't play those games. Not, <laughs> Not at all. Not really? at all. Honey. I have to say one thing just from uh, showing my age totally. um, I remember seeing the Go-Go's when they were a capital P punk band in San Francisco, probably in 1979 with the original bass player um, who was asked to leave the band or Mm -hmm. left the band because she wanted to say more of a. Yeah. Yeah. And they were messy girls and we loved them for that. So Mm -hmm. and what I thought was really cool is that with Pat Smear from Foo Fighters being inducted and Belinda Carlisle, you have people they were who in were, the same band. They were in the Germs together. Um, uh, the Germs, for people listening, as a seminal L.A. Punk, brand, punk band whose first and only album was produced by Joan Jett. Great. and. Yeah. Linda uh,
2: Carlisle was in the germs. Yeah, I've yeah, no heard yeah, the germs. I had no idea Yeah. I mean, we
1: fans rotated. You know what I mean? You would <laughs> grab somebody. I mean, I was in the first all-girl punk rock band in San Francisco.
2: What? I know when you showed me that picture. I was like, "Get the fuck out!" Of here. I was kicked. <laughs> Bev, you'll
1: love this. I was kicked out for not being decadent enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then I showed them.
0: <laughs>
1: Cut to Amy passed out on somebody's floor. But the question I I, I wanted to ask, um, and you know, Courtney and I, without getting too deep into it, and I did talk to Joe from Who Cares About Rock. Uh, hall pot who i hope you got to meet because he's just the best him and christian i i will be very honest with you when i found out that Chappelle was going to induct jay-z i found out a few hours beforehand and of course who's i called courtney because i know courtney both cares and will keep his <laughs> will be quiet about it but then again i went who fucking cares it's not a state secret i i will be very honest with you that it i was i felt hurt i felt that i it I, I understand from a TV and a marketing and a publicity and, a, and an importance and a connection to hip-hop, but I did feel like it was a bad move. How was he received in the hall, keeping in mind that he is an, an Ohio guy? Exactly. So they loved him. The
0: crowd went bonkers. And also, too, I think, Amy, keeping in mind the the racial and probably mindset makeup of the folks who come to the rock and roll hall induction ceremony. Yeah. Um, I think that they're the kind of people who feel like cancel culture has gone too far, which is Dave's people, right? So right. I was not surprised that he was so well received.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, but I just I have to be really honest that I just sort of felt like on on many levels, I understood from a celebrity connected point of view, but I just thought. I, I was, I was upset by it. I mean, yeah. and then
2: I'll just leave it at that, you know, yeah. I'll leave it at that. But I, I did not care. Yeah. I don't care.
1: Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, you know,
0: <clears throat> I didn't like that. He was like, I just want to start by, I want to apologize. And then he's like, nah, nah, I'm just kidding. I didn't like that. Cause I was yeah. like, listen, come and do your good work for Jay-Z. Right. Don't smite these people that you have been antagonizing now for two specials, but we're not going to get into that. Okay. Let's right. right. That. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. No, okay. No. That's,
1: that's what, um, um, I love, you know, LL has been sort of the Susan Lucci of the rock he and the Susan Lucci of the rock <laughs> and roll <laughs> Him and Kraftwerk. Him and Kraftwerk. Yes. And, um, and, you know, it was sort of a, okay, he didn't really get the A-list prize, but we're going to make sure he gets his shine. And I'm very glad that he got prime time shine, you know? Yeah. Well, you say he wasn't going to get the A-list what? Well, I mean, he's not technically, he is musical excellence, which is you you get the same trophy, you get the same free pass to the museum. But I was very glad that they treated his induction with the same um respect level and the same um uh,
2: yes because that's, the musical excellence they don't usually get that whole they don't situation get the performance. that you yeah. that, that he got to have do
1: you know ahead of, if do you know if they knew that jay wasn't going to perform
0: i don't think people even knew if jay was going to show up
2: okay i always said he was going to show i have people say he's not going to come i'm like no this is one of those honors where he's going to come? I thought the wife would come with him because this is one of those honors. But I knew that he. would... This is just one of those things. It's like when you when you go into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, you show up for that. You yeah. just you just do, unless you're Todd Rundgren. But you show uh-huh. up for that. Who, who who? Best part was he was playing down the road. That's what makes his isn't that
1: that's that's, the, that's the, the, the best.
2: Thing. That's the most rock and roll thing you can do. It's like not only yeah. am I not coming, my show is three blocks away. <laughs>
1: A lot of people who advocated for Tom coming in, Tom, sorry, Todd, com, Todd coming in. We're a little like, come on, dude, we've been fighting so hard for you for this, you know, but I understand. I mean, I'm with, I, it is a nice little, uh, a sort of passive aggressive middle finger. And he did get, and having Patty Smith induct him, I thought was perfect, you know, Absolutely. Yeah, no, but, but you know,
0: um, and I thought that the 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 um, Hall really did a great job at letting him, in his own words, he was like, you know, receiving some kind of honorary degree at some university. And um, at the end of it, he was like, you know, and I don't care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't even want to be a part of it. And that was the last word of his um, induction, which I thought was so cool that they didn't They understood what it was, right? Like they weren't trying to hide the fact that he literally does not fuck with the rock and roll hall of fame at all. It's so known <laughs> that, you know, it was just like, why try and hide it? It would have been the elephant in the room if they had tried to be like, Todd can't be here tonight. <laughs> right. I'm he,
1: sure he's, he's playing that. He's, he's at the Stuckies down the street. <laughs> right. Exactly. I
2: used to love Stuckies. They used to have this pecan roll, but I don't. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> come <laughs> on. We're too
0: hungry. Don't digress. Don't digress. Okay. So wait, so, um, but I uh, the Todd Rundgren um exhibit was really good. They have mm-hmm. lots of his outfits. They mm-hmm. have like his outfits. And you know, um Amy, I have to tell you, I just knew him from something anything. Like right. I just knew him from those two big songs. You know, hello, it's me. And I saw the light. And then also that one that they use in stadiums. I can't remember what that song is called. Oh, rock and roll. I just want
1: to. Be, I want to. Yeah, part. yeah that one. Bang a yeah. Bang
0: and you didn't, bang And you drum. didn't
2: realize how many people he's produced. produced. He produced a lot. I, of yeah, people. like
1: I didn't know about the New York City Dolls. I didn't know. New York <laughs> Hall and Oates. Hall he's and a Oates. major mentor to Hall and Oates. Okay. He's the Philly soul with his original fan, yes. the Naz and Patti Smith and right. the Stooges, you know, right. yeah, he's a major player behind the scenes. Major you know? player
0: behind the scenes. And also too, the, one of the first people to ever, you know, sell music on the internet. Right. Um. You know what I mean? So it was like, he was, I was really very excited about, um, interviewing him and then when I started really reading about him and realized, oh, he hates them. And then so I went on a little like call with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I was like, so Todd is not gonna be there, right? They were no. like,
1: Yeah, you have to, I mean, like Courtney was saying, you have to admire the guy, whether you agree with it or not. You have to admire the guy for sticking to his guns. I mean, Radiohead played it both ways. We don't give a fuck about it, but three of us are going to show up, you know? So, I mean, you have to give somebody their due for taking a stand. You can't be mad at that at all.
0: But I will say, Amy, that I was talking to a few people, um, you know, know, just folks that like are, you know, those fancy... um, I guess, board members and things. <laughs> and a couple of them were very pissed off. No, fuck yeah. him. He's playing down the road. Like, they literally said what, what, see, uh, what Courtney said. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. He's playing down the road. He's playing in the same fucking state, and he can't fucking show up. Like,
2: No, he, some people get really offended by that. You know, they're like, we're giving you this honor. You should be here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I um, I, I agree with Courtney. I think it's a nice... You know what? He gave the fans... He, he, he did what... He wanted to do, which is perform for his fans, not change his his thing. It was a. It's not like he booked the gig the day before the show. He was committed to performing, and you know it's all good. Better that than beaming him in, right? Well,
0: yeah, we better that than him coming in and actually blowing up the joint, right? <laughs> you no, know, that would have been very rock and roll. Um, we, we well, kind of-
2: except what time did the ceremony start? Oh gosh. What? Eight, seven, eight. I can't remember. Cause I'm like, if you don't go into like nine or 10, you could be first come get, receive your honor that you jump out. You should get on a, depending on how far get on a helicopter, which artists do and just get from place to place really fast. But you know, I do. I just think for me, if you're getting that kind of honor and clearly you participated in some way because they have a bunch of your items. So things were sent in. It's like, No, but, you know, people probably had that. That that was probably other people's property. Mm. That's a good
1: point, though.
2: Yeah,
0: You know what I mean? Like, I bet that wasn't his. I bet that he... Why would he cooperate with them? Um, So, guys, the Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Go-Go's. I love Jane
2: Wheatland. I'm a big Jane Wheatland fan. I
0: love Jane Wheatland, too. But Mm -hmm. what was so odd, and I said this on Mm -hmm. the carpet three separate people reached out to me Mm -hmm. on Instagram in my DMs and said, please ask Jane what she's wearing because it's my, my friend designed it.
2: Mm -hmm. I was
0: like, "Um, well, the first one I kind of ignored because I'm like, Mm -hmm. fuck you, I'm not here to do fashion. Mm -hmm. But then when two other people that I actually knew said it, so that was the first thing I said. When and she you- was shocked. She was like, yeah. I
2: just got here. You were She's like, well, like, people are already know? hitting me. Three people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was
0: like, I don't know what's going on. Um, you know, I, I, I they were really, really cool gals. Belinda, um, well, Courtney said
2: something. Courtney, you want to <laughs> tell them what you said? Well, because when you were hitting everybody, like, you started, you started with Jane, then I think you went over to, like, Charlotte. You went through the whole thing, and you kind of spoke to her almost last. And I could see her kind of looking, like, thinking you were going to turn and talk to her. And then when you turned in her direction, you didn't talk to her next. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, I could see, you know, it was almost like I felt her energy of being used to being spoken to first. <laughs> you know, that unspoken thing. So when you finally spoke to her, you could tell she was ready and on it. I'm yeah. like, uh-huh. <laughs> no, but, you know, Gina is uh,
0: is one of my fave Go-Go's. Yeah. Um, and also, of course, how can you not love Belinda? I mean, she yeah. is the voice of the Go-Go's. But also, too, and it's the same thing I did with Foo Fighters. Like, mm-hmm. and I actually said it to Dave Grohl. I said... I'm not going to talk to you right now because you've already been inducted. <laughs> and, then and, he, and then he walked off. And then he walked
2: off. That was well, hilarious. Because
0: I was just like, you know, everyone talks to these people. These First, it's true. And
2: everybody is being inducted. So Everyone's all inducted. being inducted. That's very true.
0: So, I mean, you know, I don't know if that was a, uh, uh, but it's so funny because when it came to the Foo Fighters, the producer is in my ear saying, don't just talk to Dave. And I wanted to curse him out and be like, mm. like, would I ever just talk to? Right. Like, I'm not an amateur at this. Right. Yeah. You've right. been at the rodeo before. I've been at the rodeo before. Whoever would like everyone knows that Dave is is his band. So that means that you don't just talk to him first because right. no one else is going to get a chance to talk if he, if you let him go. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But, you know, Taylor was definitely ready, honey. Mm-hmm. Taylor was ready to talk. Mm-hmm. Taylor Hawkins, you mean?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Dude, I Pat- hate that I didn't get a chance to talk to Pat, though. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. wouldn't talk to Pat. Pat. Smear. Mm-hmm. Do you know this is, I mean, it's, it's, do you know, this is really crazy. It's got nothing to do with anything. But back, 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 people didn't realize that Pat Smear is Black. Uh, well, I looked at him and knew. Well, not back, I'm talking about 1978, 1979. You're he looked very, very I different. No, Black people. Um, he looks black. Yeah, we always thought he was Mexican.
2: Pashmere, wait, serious. hold on. Pashmir is black? Yes. <laughs> I had
1: no idea. Yeah.
2: I don't think I ever really looked at him.
1: Well, you know, honest, and that's understandable because he's not like poor. It was just, you have, and I'm just saying this is not, I'm not excusing, but it, I'm talking about a very insular scene in Southern California, Northern California. So the assumption was, oh, he must be Mexican, which is totally, this has got nothing to do with anything, but. I'm so happy for him. I don't know the guy, but just imagine that you were the guitar player in this raggedy nobody can play their instruments punk band and now you're in the Rock Hall of Fame. Kind of twice because he was part of Nirvana too. Yes. So um what I'm just curious. I mean, Courtney and I have talked about, you know, obviously and you know this, you know the the, the you know the Rock Hall problems with black music, the Rock Halls. It's no big secret Rock Halls problem with hip hop in particular. Jay is the only living solo performer, hip hop performer to be inducted. So it felt like he was the star of the night, at least from reading the the coverage.
0: Well, I mean, people were certainly excited for him, but Foo Fighters were the star of the night. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, I would say it's Foo Fighters Then it was, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I got to tell you, Amy, LL's performance was so, I feel like LL has learned so much from being in Hollywood and from being in white spaces Mm -hmm. that he knew how to really do that show to cross over to the people in that space, who are resentful of hip hop artists being a part of it? Because you know, he did Johnny B. Good. Wow. Go, creator, go. Right. Go, nice. creator, wow. go. You know, nice. like so he was trying to merge that the cultures in that way, right? And bringing and, out Eminem certainly does that. Bringing out an Eminem and bringing out Eminem, also even just bringing out a J Lo, who yeah, who, he knows is a huge Courtney's was,
1: nemesis. Courtney's nemesis. Courtney has nightmares about her. She
2: just <laughs> won't stop. She's relentless.
1: Let me go, let me go on. <laughs> let me go on the record as
0: saying, I am probably one of the top ten J Lo musical J Lo fans in the world.
2: That is the saddest statement I've ever heard Bless in my you, life, <laughs>
1: Courtney. I, Courtney, I swear hand to God, when I saw that, I went, I could hear the screaming
2: from your house. When I literally saw it, I was like, oh, fuck. Courtney
1: would. Courtney, would, no, I fell for you, Courtney. I was like, oh, no. Of all the women in the world, even though she had a legitimate right to be there, Courtney's going, not
2: J-Lo. Anybody but Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> and I think we lost Bev. She's going to have to log back in. I no, could... no, no.
0: I'm here. Oh, you're here? here. Okay, cool. I'm just do to bash my good girl. No, listen.
2: She's... I'm with you, Bev. I'm with and you. Listen. I will always clap. For waiting for tonight because I am a queen and that is our anthem and I have been known for the 11 minute 11 second version to come on in the club to have a full performance okay I will give that to her but that was also in 1999 or 2001 I don't need her to still be here trying to sing I just don't need it
1: can we move on please from the j <laughs> this thank <family>. you Beverly <laughs> Beverly feel I I <laughs> the crazy thing is, if you had told me two years ago that I would be, no, but J-Lo. <laughs> like, I feel this compulsion uh, to defend her and I don't even right. really care. Uh,
2: and I know you like her, Bev. I know you like her. <laughs> That's right. I don't dislike her. I just I just it's just but you too know why much. I like her. You know why I like her? Because
0: she is what you said. She is relentless. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that she has gumption. You know what she's like? She's like a white man. She is like (laughs) I want to do whatever it is I I want to do. (laughs) Beverly
1: Smith. I am now telling my son he has to change his name to Beverly Smith. (laughs) I don't care. If he has another kid, that <laughs> child must be named <laughs> Beverly Smith.
2: Can we talk about something more exciting, Beverly Smith? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, can y'all stop calling me Bevy? And yes, I know, I know, I know. I
2: know, well, <laughs> it says
1: here, I know. I don't know why uh, we're doing that, well, Sorry. On, I keep, <laughs> It's
2: funny because across the street, it keeps saying Beverly Smith. Um, can we talk about something more exciting, Bev? Can we talk about Bevelation's Lessons from uh, uh, A Mother, mother A- auntie, auntie, Bestie? Can we talk about it? Oh, my because God. Because you've written this book, and I just want to say this to people books are important reading is important it is the holiday season you want perfect gifts to give people do you are we back in the office and we're doing secret santa and what's the other one they call white horse whatever the games are or something to give your mom your sister your friend people who you know love to feel inspired or need inspirational pieces or need to know that you can change your life in the middle of it. It might be complicated, but it's okay. And it's rewarding on the other side. Please get this book. Please get Bevelation's Lessons from a Mother Auntie Bestie. And please try to get it. It's in bookstores. If you have a local bookstore in your town, go and look for it there first, right? And then if you don't see it, order it online. I think it's really important for us to one, support, support authors, Because we don't need writing to be a dying art form. It's not just about pictures and captions. Books are still amazing. And they, there's something you can pass down to people. I love reading and I love getting suggestions from books from friends. And I will tell you, this is a great book. And you guys just support, just support local, support your authors. Now let's talk about it because you've been able to, you put this book out during the pandemic, which really changed your plans of going out. Or, and seeing the people. And now you're getting to do that. And I know you you probably have some more dates coming up. So how has it been for you, the experience of being an author and having this book out in the marketplace?
0: Well, it, it's, first of all, thank you guys so much for um, the kind words about Bevelations. And I have to say the book has been such a blessing in my life. Um, There's a lot of things, a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions tied up into the book because, as you mentioned, it came out during the pandemic. I was editing the book when the pandemic first happened, when the shutdown happened. I had the book for only two weeks for the final edit. And then I got COVID immediately. And then a month after the country closed down, my father died of COVID. So that changed the trajectory of the book as far as, like, now, all of a sudden, there is a whole chapter about COVID in the book. And there's a whole chapter that's just devoted solely to my dad in the book. Right. And so that just changed the kind of the feeling and the tone of the book. Um, but, you know, everything is as it should be. Clearly, that's the way it was supposed to be, and I love the cat's tail. in the <laughs> you guys have no idea what's going on. Yeah, right. I know. I, 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 why- I
1: have tried. That. Is the reason
0: why. We are no longer doing Zooms because it's right. kind of shenanigans. Right. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Fucking like cat's tail.
1: She loves
0: you.
2: Okay. <laughs> she
0: also loves Bevy Smith. Um, um, but yeah, so the book has been great to be out in the world and now touring. I'm doing my life revision tour. I've I've done stops in Chicago, DC, Philadelphia, um Atlanta. It's been Incredibly fulfilling. I'm going to start back again in January. Um, can people and, sign up
2: now at your website?
0: Yes, yes, yes. They can do a little inquiry onto bevysmith.com. Um, we also have been doing a fabulous called called Sisters in Business Expo. Um, and there I was like doing these great talks like fireside chats and we're selling the Bevelations It Gets Greater Later mugs, the Bevelations It Gets Greater Later tote bags, um, you know, candles um, created by Black women in Harlem, like all these things. It's like a full Emporium moment.
2: Is your bundle but, still on your website where people can get the book website. and the, the bag and all yeah. of this stuff in one okay. bundle if you go to it's bevysmith.com all of,
0: all of it. But um, I do want to say that, you know, the book lives on. The book came out in January. The greatest thing about books, and this is what all authors have told me, they told me this way before, your book lives on. And what I will say is, just two weeks ago, no, actually, just last week, um, my book agent reached out to me because a very well-known producer wants to read the book. They're interested in in the book about film rights. Yeah, the film rights, and I already was. I was already um, approached by a very, very current, modern-day content creator, a female producer who's got, who's doing a lot of big things. Um, and she was very, very interested in my book, but, uh, but it turned out the way in which she saw my book was very differently than the way I saw my book. And so I had to decline.
2: Right.
0: Cause I don't want my, I don't, I know exactly what my book is supposed to feel like. I mm-hmm. mean, um, people can do tweaks obviously, but I wouldn't want the book turned inside out right. it's, a celib- it's a celebratory book. Um, you know, my number one mantra, it gets greater later. That's my number one revelation. It gets greater later. So I want women, I want people to feel empowered. Like, it doesn't matter that you're 40 years old. It doesn't matter that you're 50 or 60 or even 70. When I interviewed Cicely Tyson two days before she died, and she was like 93 years old and 94, she was still working. Right. And they, and they, And she wasn't working like... Oh, I'm at the Walmart working like I'm poor. She was working because that's what she loved to do. She was still passionate about her craft. And that's that's the goal that I want everyone to have. And Courtney and and Amy, you guys should know. And and, um, in the same vein of that whole it gets greater later mantra, it's been announced that the Amazon series that I'm actually acting in, Amy, I'm an actor now. Mm hmm. Um, it's coming out in December. Woo-hoo!
1: Oh, Bevy, I am seriously so you know, you're someone I'm so happy for you, seriously so happy for you.
2: And what people don't realize is that's a full circle moment because when you left Rolling Stone, you did all that in the beginning, you were like, I'm going to act. Yes. And you were you were taking classes, you were studying, you were like, "I'm going to act." And then life, all these different opportunities came. So yes. the fact that it's now coming back round yes. to the original thing is it's it's what you say. If you don't give up, and you can't just not give up and sit around, you have to be pushing your life forward, yes. and you stay ready. You just don't know because that opportunity can always come back around again. And as long as you're ready, you'll be, you step right into it because you're ready.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's really been, I mean, just, I can't wait for folks to see me acting. And then I just did a little thing for BT for Tyler Perry's the oval Mm -hmm. where I play like a newscaster, a political newscaster Mm -hmm. that's living online now. So it's like, you know, I'm doing these, these projects. And also There's a film that's coming out starring Mahershala Ali, um, and it comes out in December, and it's on Apple TV. Mm -hmm. And I literally was the art consultant on that. So when you're watching the film, when the the credits roll, it's going to say art consultant, Bevy Smith, because I I did the art for the interiors of of the character's home. So I called up my friend's. The great Kendi Wiley, who did the presidential Obama portrait, I called mm-hmm. him up and I said I need to use some of your artwork. I called up Derek Adams. I called mm-hmm. up Nicholeen Thomas. I called
2: up Jamal Shabazz. Come on, Rolodex. She's like, hold on. Yeah, I was like, She's I'm like, sorry. hold on, sweetie. Yeah, really. Jamal. Hold on. She's like, hey, I, child, it's me. You have movie. Had... I need a couple of paintings yeah. and a sculpture from you, and I. <laughs> Hey I K. need that lichtenstein from you,
1: right? Hey,
2: K. Wiley, what's up? <laughs> right, it really actually was
0: that, and he was all the way over. Um, Asia and compound. he's in his. Is
2: he still in Africa?
0: Yes, he's in his compound, and it's not Ghana. I forget where it's, he's in um,
1: Senegal. He's in Senegal. Dequan. That's
0: right. He's in Senegal, and it's called Black Rock, and um, which I'm hoping to go to um, in 2022. But he was in Black Rock, and I called him up, and he was so sweet. He said. Is this a Bevy Smith favor or, because it's, it's it's literally 10% you that to even get a loan or a facsimile of a, of a Kehinde Wiley painting is 10% of the purchase price. Right. Even just the facsimile version.
1: Right.
2: And so the
0: the production can't afford that because that's hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's for millions of dollars. Right. So he says, is this a Bevy Smith favor? I said, it is, baby. He said, okay, we're not going to charge you. Wow.
2: No, see? Wow. And there so you I'm
0: go. Because I always tell tell people, once you get paid, and I would love to know from you guys if you believe this, I believe, just like if you're a sex worker, once you get paid for something, you're a pro. I, I, yes. as,
1: a, as a former sex worker, I agree with you. Right?
2: Listen. When you
1: get paid for it, you're a pro, Right.
2: Listen. <laughs> yes. You know how I, I've been. You know, working for myself since 2010. You know what I mean. I absolutely believe there is a value to everything I do. I'm a professional, and I treat it as such. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know? mean, you've you've done everyone here has done the work and it's paid off for everyone in their own ways without a doubt. When people say things, Oh, you work for yourself. No, I'm working. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it's like, it's
2: harder because guess what? There's no, every two weeks, the check just doesn't come. It's like I'm earning the check and writing the bills and paying the insurance check, all of it. I'm doing it. So can we also talk about, uh, your fabulous radio show on Radio Andy, because, okay, here's another my award opportunity.
0: Winning, my yes. award-winning, my
2: award-winning radio. radio The crazy thing about that is, is how many years in we are now. I remember when you were going to do it, when you were never like, I want a radio show. Suddenly you have a radio show. And of course, a bunch of the people who started on that network with you did not last with shows, but yeah. yours did. And you're still here. What yes. do you attribute that to?
0: Um... I think that I have really good relationships um, with a lot of different types of celebrities. Mm-hmm. I also think that I have a really good rapport with my listeners
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, you know, Andy fucking loves me. And it's yeah. Andy Cummins station and Andy believes it's great value in what I have to say. And he, and he does not, ever tell me what I can or cannot do. Famously, the only note he's ever given me, Amy, because Courtney knows this, Mm. the only note he's ever given me, maybe four or five years ago, I was obsessed with acilingus, which is what you know, know, the art of eating ass, right?
2: Tossing salad.
0: I was not prepared for this. call, (laughs) Yeah, because I just think it's, you know, I'm 55 years old tomorrow, actually.
2: Oh, happy birthday! Thank you. Thank you. But you know, where are you going, going this year? Are You taking a solo trip like you used to do? No. That she used to, she used to take solo birthday trips. She'd be in India. She'd be in all. Yeah,
0: yeah. But you know, now with the pandemic, child, you right. can't really move around the world easily, right. and I'm not for getting a fucking, you know, test every fucking stop along the way. Right. Right. So I'm doing something that's not going to be exact though. But um, mm. like I said, I'll be 55, and and the only you know for me, the sex era. And Amy, you, you said you were a sex worker. So well, maybe- I
1: did. I worked in a go-go bar and I, used, I did phone sex once and I was a stripper for five hours. That's not really sex work. Uh, <laughs> come on, let me have it, please. Okay, girl, you were sex worker. Let right. me have
0: it, please. You were I sex mean, worker adjacent. Mm-hmm, yeah, adjacent.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not as cool as you guys. Let me have it. Okay, <laughs> that's
0: adjacent.
1: Boy, <laughs> I thought you were
0: the good old sex worker. Anyway, point is this. I I don't know about you, but as a black woman in her 50s, giving a blowjob was a big thing. So certainly eating ass was something that was never even on the table.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: there was a song that um, Lil Wayne talked about eating booty like groceries and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, obsessed with the idea that people <laughs> were actually doing this in the world and so people my guests would come on the show and i'd be like so do you eat ass and
2: <laughs> do you
0: like the ass eaten? and then that's the only thing andy ever called me on he was weekend. like
2: girl we're done with that conversation
0: yeah, like, <laughs> and scene yeah yeah he was like okay girl so i was like
1: okay I think we can That's end not, the I show know. like for the entire run of the show. We are never going to top this
2: show. <laughs> <laughs> we've covered it all, everybody. We've covered it all. We've, covered, we've been we've been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, really, and we've been to the inside of an ass and really? all that. <laughs> I like to thank our guest Bevy Smith. Remember, uh, we love please, you, Bev. Please support her. Support support women. Support Black women. Support authors, support reading, support bookstores. Her book is out now everywhere. It's called Revelations. Revelations.
0: Lessons from a Mother, Auntie Bestie.
2: And you can hear her Monday through Friday on Radio Andy at 5 p.m. Eastern. Channel 102. Channel 102.
0: And please don't book for me on on bevysmith.com and on all things social media. It's just bevysmith,
2: Smith. Follow. Listen, guys. She's a now. If you want the truth in the Kiki, key key, you need to be following her on Twitter. The Instagram is cute, but her Twitter is where it goes down. <laughs> her Twitter is where it goes down. And go to her site. The book is there. The bundles are there. There's candles. There's bags. There's so much more. We love Beth, and you know where to find us because you're here. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for also rocking with other shows on the Pantheon Network, which we are a part of. You know, we come out there every Thursday. And remember to follow us at Twitter, at Finish Ima, on our Facebook page where we're really active at I'ma Let You Finish, and on IG at I'ma Let You Finish NY. It's been great, guys. We'll see you next week.
1: Thank you.